0: you, EBO?
1: It's another land grab, and property owners need to know that they have rights and that they have people who will fight for them. He's an attorney with Pacific Legal Foundation, Brian Hodges. We're going to talk about another big property rights case for the Supreme Court. Hi, Brian. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, we were talking um, last week. I have Pacific Legal all, on all the time because you do great things for people who would have nowhere else to go.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Pacific Legal Foundation has been around for 50 years representing property owners against the uh, behemoth, that's the government, both state and federal.
1: Yeah, and and without you, people would be rubbing their hands together saying, how in the heck do I fight the government? They're pretty much going to take what they want. In a lot of cases, they're right, but in this case, not so much. Let's talk about a man in El Dorado County, um, which is in California. Who's at the center of a case that, that, that the, the Supreme Court is going to hear?
0: Yeah, uh, George Sheets, our client, um, you know, he lives in El Dorado County, which is immediately east of Sacramento. It's on the old Gold Rush Highway between uh, Sacramento and Lake Tahoe.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. There. And,
0: you know, he wanted to do something that everybody wants to do. He wanted to build a home. Uh, he purchased a, a lot that was zoned for residential use. He cleaned it up. He paid everything in cash, uh, arranged for a small 1,800-square-foot manufactured home to be installed where he and his wife could retire. And when he went to ask permission to get a building permit, well, that's where, where he got shocked. When he was reviewing his... Permit approval because the build permits automatic. You just go in, you give them the plans, and you get a stamp. Mm-hmm. There was a nearly twenty five thousand dollar fee placed on his home. Uh, the the county imposed what it called a traffic impact mitigation fee um, for this retired couple of nearly twenty five thousand dollars. Well, when he asked, "There's oh, no go traffic
1: ahead. going through his his
0: personal lo- land." Well, and certainly not twenty five thousand dollars worth um you know he might have some minor everybody has to pay a little bit here and there you know like a school fee something like that that Mm -hmm. may be you know your proportional share of impacts but what the county did here was they just decided we're going to put all of the impacts of commercial development of people coming from out of town uh, on new development and make them pay for things that we identified 20 years ago. It's basically uh, stealing from people who come to the community and using the permit process as a way to coerce people into giving up their rights.
1: Somebody just sent in a note that said, it probably wasn't for them putting the house on the land. It was probably for when they moved the house to the land for impeding traffic it still would not be to the tune of twenty five grand. That's ridiculous, yeah, and that
0: yeah, and that also that wasn't the case this um this applies to every new home. Um, they could have looked at that cost, and that would have been minimal. Um mm-hmm. you know, I can't imagine how you could cook up a twenty five thousand dollar fee for That's
1: California, you know,
0: moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, for a couple of trips.
1: But they, they had already put a deposit down on the home, so they're not getting that back. And so if they're an elderly retired couple, it's not like they have a quarter of a million dollars sitting somewhere where they can just screw around with permit fees.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's why the issue that we brought up to the U.S. Supreme Court is how much, you know, it, it's this doctrine that says, you know how much can government take when they have you over the barrel you need the permission to use your property and for too long government has seen that as an opportunity because you either give up your home or you pay and so you wind up in these situations where the fees go up and up and up and up well in california uh, you know outside i'm sorry outside of california there was a constitutional rule that we helped establish in the nolan case back in the 80s that says you can take stuff from people at the permit stage, but only if it's necessary to mitigate for, uh, you know, adverse impacts. So right. if I was going to build a big parking lot and it was going to redirect stormwater and overflow the, the public drains, I could be made to, you know, do something so that it mitigates for that impact. But what you can't do is take advantage of the fact that you have to get government permission to take more than you'd be entitled to for mitigation purposes, yeah. except in California,
1: well, and a few ex- other
0: jurisdictions.
1: It's expensive to live in California to begin with. I was there for about five years, and it was insane. The traffic made me leave, yeah. but the 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 costs and everything were insane. But you've been a you're a senior attorney at Pacific Legal. So how did you hear about the Sheets case?
0: Well. We've been tracking this issue for, boy, going on 20, 30 years. In California and some other states, the the state courts adopted a rule that said that, sure, this constitutional principle that I was talking about, the thing that you can't take more than you're entitled to, right um, it, it is in effect at the permit desk, but in California they adopted this rule that said, When the legislature, so when a a board of supervisors or a city council demands it, enacts an ordinance that says that when you apply for a permit, you have to give up X, well, that's exempt from the Constitution, according to California courts, which makes absolutely no sense because the Constitution applies to all branches of government. It has no exemption for city council.
1: Well, this sounds like a pretty small house, so I can't imagine the impact of moving a little manufactured home onto a tiny plot of land is having a $25,000 impact on anybody because their property taxes and all their other taxes will continue. This permit fee is astronomically high, so you're fighting. Yeah,
0: well, and that's what the constitutional test that was established in the case – Nolan was the first case that we argued to the Supreme Court back in 87 on this doctrine – And then later was refined by this case out of Oregon called Dolan. And they say that these sorts of fees are subject to judicial scrutiny where the court will say, you know, say $500 is a fair fee. The rest of it, you're stealing from them. You have to give it back. Mm -hmm. And that's all we're asking for is a day in court. But in California, they adopted a rule that said that government uh, legislative bodies are not subject to the Constitution. So we've been tracking this issue for 20, 30 years, and we've gotten the Supreme Court's attention on it a couple of times, but this is a case where they finally granted review.
1: Thank goodness, because the precedent needs to be set so that there cannot be an argument on this anymore. The poor Sheets family, they're in limbo, aren't they?
0: Yeah, well, you know, it, it takes courage to get a case up to the, US Supreme Court. And, you know, he followed in California. He had to pay the fee, but he had to pay it under protest. So this is his retirement money. For seven years, he hasn't had access to the money that he tucked away, you know, to have a comfortable retirement. and But, you know, he's stuck with the case. He has not given up and, you know, fought through the futile California courts where he knew he would lose in order to vindicate not only his rights, but the rights of everybody across the nation.
1: Right. So, I mean, he, he paid the fee, but if, if you win, if the Supreme Court says, yeah, I don't think so, does he get his money
0: back? That's our goal. Um, you know, if the court says, because the California courts basically just slammed the courtroom door on us. They said, no, you cannot even argue this case because it was the County Board of Supervisors who extorted the money rather than a permitting official. Yeah. So if we win the case, one, it gets rid of that rule in California. It's also been applied in Maryland and Washington and Oregon. Um, that rule will be gone nationwide. Good. And for Mr. Sheeps, he'll get his day in court. Good.
1: Well, and California is a go-to-your-room kind of state anyway. They just do whatever they want. If you don't like it, you know, sit down and shut up. They, they, they don't care. Um, if Newsom becomes president, the whole nation would be run that way. So God help us all. Well,
0: and, and that's why the Constitution mm-hmm. is so important. And that's why we've got to fight for these, for these principles, even in a case that seems so esoteric as a traffic impact be on a building permit. What that shows is there's that old parable of the camel's nose. Once the camel's nose gets under the tent, the whole body follows. Mm-hmm. When you get away with extortion... There's, you're just going to get more extortion every time you have to ask the government for permission to exercise a right.
1: Well, I really hope that... I'm not trying to be mean here, but he's 72 years old when this, when this story was sent to me, so he's not a spring chicken. I hope he's around to see this come to fruition.
0: Yeah, well, we expect a, a decision will issue before June of this year, okay. so he will be able to see uh, the you know, the outcome of all of his efforts. And we are very optimistic that we'll get a decision even earlier. I don't know if you listened to, we argued the case Mm -hmm. uh, last week at the U.S. Supreme Court, and on the question whether there's some sort of legislative exemption to the federal constitution, unsurprisingly, um, as Justice Gorsuch said, there was radical agreement that there was no such exemption that that legislative demand should be subject to the constitution
1: yeah but this has been going on since 2016 so my hope is for this man i mean he's taking it in stride he paid it he's like i don't really have a choice here you go here's half my money i've ever saved in my life i just hope i can afford to continue to live where i love to be um we shouldn't make it impossible for especially senior citizens to just survive this is ridiculous um Hopefully, with the judgment that's handed down by the Supreme Court, as you said, it erases that ability to do it. But it doesn't mean they're not going to try, Brian.
0: No, and that's why PLF is 50 years old, and we anticipate living another 50 years or more. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so you got a hold of this case because, I mean, you're not the Lone Rangers in California. This is this is happening elsewhere. Pacific Legal is there for people who are fighting a battle that is bigger than they're able to fight. You guys come in like the cavalry and you help out. That's amazing what you do there.
0: Yes, I, I'm not only a, an attorney at PLF, but also a huge fan of what PLF does. And, you know, think... The attorney who handled this case in California was a former PLF attorney and that's how we had a, an existing relationship because, you know, once you've worked for PLF, you really don't lose your connections or your passion for the law and the Constitution.
1: Yeah. Well, and you all continue to fight the good fights. I get pitches from your PR people all the time. I'm like, these guys <laughs> never sleep. But uh, No, we don't. Yeah, you <laughs> don't. As a senior attorney at Pacific Legal Foundation, Brian, where do people go to learn more about this case with the Sheets family in California and others like it that you're working on?
0: Yeah, if you just visit our website at PacificLegalAllOneWord.org. You can find links that will provide background on cases like this, Sheets v. County of El Dorado, and all of the other cases that we're litigating across the country.
1: Yeah, and and much, much more. You're going to be shocked at all of the feet they have in the fires of crazy law suits that are going on across this country. But this is just one. Brian Hodges with Pacific Legal. Thanks for your time today, Brian.
0: Oh, thanks so much for having me on.
1: You're welcome. Bye-bye.